0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: who are the coolest dudes on the planet united United states States veterans Veterans. what's the coolest sport on the planet pro wrestling. wrestling and what would be the coolest podcast on the planet That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets. Talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling. Giving you their perspective as fans. Talking about current events and matches. History of titles. And who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No-Shave no Men Game. Now your hosts, Ellie Ella Jair and Jay, and Jay Tilly. Tilly. Hello, ladies and
2: gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans, and sports entertainment fans, Welcome to just a razzmatazz, funky like a monkey week in review for professional wrestling. I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. Man, talk to me about the week in wrestling. Yeah,
3: it's uh, we life got in the way, so we didn't really get to record much. So uh, there's there's quite a quite a bit from CM Punk rumors to um, you know sales uh, projected sales figures for the All In show. Uh some rumors about Drew McIntyre or Drew Gow Gall- or whatever he's going by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Becky Lynch's cryptic tweet. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. But uh since you and I didn't get to talk about Dynamite though, just real quick, what did you think of the Dynamite show?
2: It was so close to being like a four and a half beard show and it just sort of lost me. Like when they would cut to commercial, I was waiting for something to happen. The crowd was popping. Um, I don't know if you saw um, Brit's um, money maker today. She's got a gnarly black eye from uh, getting worked over, and I was just waiting. I, like it just seemed like something was missing, and like when I went back and reflected on it, it was. They were playing to like the seven thousand people that were in the crowd instead of the eight, nine, hundred million people watching, and I felt left out as like a fan. So the crowd was great, like the timing of the commercials. There was only one spot where the commercials got a little wonky. The like the energy of the crowd though was fan freaking tastic, and it may be because. The rampage is on Saturday, so they didn't do like additional tapings and stuff. So they were still juiced to the nines and ready to go. So the you know, I wanted to see Jamie Hater, like I said in our, our episode Haters Are Gonna Hate, and I've got a really funny hater age shirt. And not seeing her get the shine, but seeing Britt get the win and Ruby tapping, I felt like that was a blow off match. But like it can't be a blow off match. So all in all, um, I gave it three beards. I thought it, the crowd did their part. The boys and girls did their part. It was a little bit rushed to the point where you could hear the producers and the referees yelling, um, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. So they rushed some stuff. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I like the wrestling was really fun. I didn't think the, the, um, the segment with the Blackpool and Elite went too long. It actually, you know, could have breathed a little bit. And then same thing with Adam Cole and Britt. I wish they would have let that breathe a minute because I was so confused because next thing I know, I'm like, wait a minute, where where's the kendo stick? Is that Matt and Jeff Hart? Like, woo. So I was in a whirlwind, like a turnstile. Like, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to pinch a finger. Like, so... um, yeah, fun, fun show. Great crowd. Good wrestling. I really enjoyed the first. I actually enjoyed the the front end of Jungle Jack, um, MJF, Guevara, and um, and you know, I didn't. It didn't. It didn't irritate me until later when MJF gave him a blank check, and I sort of saw or felt like a little tweak in character with Darby, sort of pushing the envelope, almost like a heel, but I think. I think he's gonna be a smart face, sort of walk the line like Sting did when he was versing or the adversary of the NWO. Because he's in the rafters like Sting was. So but yeah. So yeah, so that was my take and uh yeah. Wow, yeah, we I wish we could have done that
3: podcast because I had a completely different take on almost everything you said. (laughs) I hated the Four pillar stuff this week. I thought it was... I thought it took a step back from all the hard work they've been doing. I thought this was the worst Darby Allen. He needs to sit down and do his promos because I thought this promo was terrible. Uh, the the woohoo when he didn't have to fight was way out of character. Uh, just I almost felt like this was a rewrite. Like something... Like Vincent Mann got a hold of the script or something because it just felt off. And then from that point on, it was just kind of rough. I thought the... Hater Britt Baker Ruby uh, Tony Storm match was banging. I was very impressed with that match. Did you think it needed more time? Uh, No, I think it did its job. I think it did. I think, and I loved the little details of Hater getting her arm smashed and getting taken to a local medical facility, and then not being able to there to
2: save Britt Baker later in the show. So this Uh, is this is one of the things that I had the issue with, though. So like, so Britt is your um, sort of your. I would say your fifth pillar. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily disagree with her getting like a abnormal shine. <clears throat> but you have Jamie Hayter, who's your world champion, mm-hmm. who takes one one shot to the stairs. Oh, there's steel stairs. Okay, fine. There's steel stairs. But you have Britt Baker takes a title shot to the head, a inverted DDT meets... Um, like a uh, brain buster and ends up submitting Ruby Soho. And then she comes out, gets caned, worked to the nines. So it was like, I, I don't, I just don't think the, I don't know. I, the production in the back should have been even. So she took a shot to the stairs, but Britt took like three monumental things. Right. And then a bunch of kendos and all this other stuff. But yet, yeah, I just, I think, yeah, it just, it just didn't resonate with me. And you almost like relegated the world champion below Brit below. See, I think that Park was on purpose. Double. What's that?
3: I think that's all on purpose. I think this is all still building to Brit turning on her eventually. Oh um, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you one bit. I think there's going to be a turn. Um, I think haters going to turn on Brit. Brit will be the face. Because oh, that's I don't what, think so. well, because Cole's the face. And it's a known that they're the onesie, twosie. They're the, you know, they're the Steve Macklin and um, Virtuoso power couple. And you have Seth freaking Rollins and Becky, the power couple. And, um, but yeah, I, I, and if, and it, I, yeah, I don't, um, I will say Britt looked significantly stronger and crisper in the ring this week if for whatever that's worth on top like I feel like I'm piling on it because like I wasn't there I will never be there I'll never hit the ropes I'll never do a swanton as much as that was like my live stream, you could do one into the pool yeah I'll have to get a trampoline to do it in my pool but the the promos I felt were really great the crowd was into it I really liked the you know how you were saying like the whole match but it, I really think that Brit and Hater should have took in the L
3: yeah they're not gonna do that to Brit at hometown that's one thing Tony Khan is really good about is giving the hometown shines uh yeah I thought that that I thought, the the, I thought the, the the details of her getting hurt so that she wasn't there to help Brit later was good uh I did have issues with the Brit attack I mean they should have bloodied her up like they should have made that brutal we've all seen kendo sticks so I was just like eh. I mean I wish they'd have like concertoed her and just beat beat her bloody I Yeah,
2: think. and then she didn't go and then she didn't post any photos on Twitter until like almost twenty hours later. Yeah, she should have still been like shiny from sweat, showing the 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 lash marks from the kendo. Um, I will say that they probably need to have a conversation with Soraya because a couple of those swings looked a little personal, and she wasn't using the body of the stick; she was using the end. Yep. And I didn't, um, I felt a certain kind of way about that. And, and like I would be like, if I was in the back and they were like, Hey, producers, here's what we're going to do. Pencil, 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 blah, 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 bump and feed. Here's what's going to happen. Love you. Gotta go by. Okay, fine. Hey, I am trusting you with my body. Okay, love you. High five. They go to the back. Um, and then you listen to the heat, like what Thunder Rosa is getting. Oh, she's stiff. She's this. She's that. She's difficult to work with. Hmm. And then you see what, Brit got stuck with, so I don't, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, those, those kind of things happen. I mean, yeah. At, yeah.
3: I mean, it is what it is. I just thought, uh, I thought they could have, like I said, made it a little more violent, a little more brutal. I love the JAS teaming up with the outcast. It makes sense. The uh, Takesh to save for the Blackpool Combat Club. Oh man. Fantastic. Yes. I think he's going to turn on I him knew. and join the Blackpool Combat Club.
2: I knew but, you were smiling ear to ear. I, yeah. I was bugging when Callus came out. And he looked like he never took... Yeah, I was like, where's the scar? Yeah, he never took 70 staples to his head. and yeah, I has got I, some I good makeup. Find, yeah, makeup. Like, why makeup that? I think that would be an awesome part of the story. And when they were showing medical taking care of him, and they moved mm. the skin, I was like, whoa, doctor, please. And um, I mean, they should have called Finn Balor's uh, doctors who were putting numbing agents because... Dude was split. Yeah. And, uh, it was gnarly looking. Yeah, I I I thought that was a good I thought that was really good. I knew you were smiling ear to ear during that. I was like, oh, oh yep. JT yep. is gonna explode. I enjoyed that. And
3: so there's another thing, minor thing happening in the Twitter sphere and a little bit online or a little bit on the show, uh that I don't think is as little. So during MJF in the beginning, talking about oh, I hate being here in Pittsburgh and You know, Britt Baker sucks. I don't think that's a throwaway line. I really think they're going to build a feud between Adam Cole and MJF because Britt Baker and MJF have been going back and forth on Twitter a lot. She talks about how much she hates him and he doesn't work well. And he's talking about how she's not a good wrestler. I absolutely think they're slowly building subconsciously to us fans that Adam Cole is going to finally go, All right, I'm done. Like, stop talking about my, you know, keep her name out your mouth moment because. I, I caught that line and then I've been kind of catching the Twitter beef and I'm like, mm, okay, mm. slowly again, AEW laying those seeds out there to slowly build a feud. Cause he hasn't mentioned Adam Cole. He hasn't said anything specific about Adam Cole. It's all been about Britt Baker. And even in an interview just recently when, uh, with Sean Ross Sapp, he said, uh, Oh yes. Something Top about, tool. you know, she Top thinks tool. she's a, yeah, she <laughs> thinks she's a, uh, one of the pillars, but she's trash. And I was
2: just like, mm, Okay. I'm twice your size, I'd kick her effing ass. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah,
3: yeah. I was like, dude, whoa.
2: simmer down, bro. So I, don't, I don't think all that's by accident
3: e- at all. Uh, so that that part's going to be very interesting as we move on and go forward. Um, I think it's something to keep an eye on. Again, I still think Adam Cole is going to be the one to take it from MJF down the road, whether it's all out at the end of the year or whenever it's
2: going to be. But So like, we talk about... The pillars and we talk about the build for aew and you know you and i uh, more so you than i were basically there from its ex- inception on and i i remember seeing jericho talk about how he was all elite <clears throat> and i thought that was more significant um probably more significant than almost anything that i have experienced like in in recent years. And, you know, he made a deal with Vince that he would never wrestle in North America for another company. He went off to new Japan. did his, um, you know, pain maker thing. Uh, was very successful, held the most beautiful, most beautiful title in, uh, all of wrestling, the new Japan, United States title, you know, had some bangers over there, uh, picked up a new finisher and bam, there he is on American American television, your inaugural AEW champion, and just did a phenomenal job. And, you know, now here he is. And not that you don't forget that he was WWE, not that you forget that he was a um, undisputed champion and he beat The Rock, he beat Stone Cold, he beat Triple H. And, you know, we just talked, how long ago was it? Less than a month ago, we have a Jericho problem. Yep. And you were Who like, hey, that? <laughs> hey, you know, slow your roll. And he's he hasn't separated himself from the JAS, but he hasn't done any like shenanigans with JAS for the last couple of weeks. So it's like, okay, cool. This week I felt was, it was, it was pretty significant. It was different. It was special, and it wasn't like any other. Yeah, I don't think I just don't feel like it was different. I don't feel like it. W- it just feels different. If if I can, I I can't explain it. Just felt no, I I agree. It felt different.
3: It, this is a that they've built this Adam Cole uh, Chris Jericho thing very differently than they have everything else they've done with Jericho. So I absolutely agree. I, I felt like okay, this is a new way to approach this, and then they heated it really quick uh, with the attack. So. Yeah, I thought this. I think this is a good feud good few that they're building for sure. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought Dynamite was decent. I hated the Four Pillar stuff. I hated the end, the the impromptu match, and all that other garbage. I did not like any of that. So uh, I ended up like, I know we didn't get to talk about it in an official review, but I think I only gave it three and a half beards myself. I didn't. It wasn't high on my list of top top tier Dynamites, even though there was some good stuff on it, some great stuff on it. Everything was kind of like, but like, this is really good, but. Or this was really good, except, and I thought that was, that kind of took away from the show a little bit. Like, the the Pillars match at the end, those two had one of the best Dude. matches I've seen.
2: But I didn't like the ending with MJF and the, like... Yeah, that was dumb. That There was no need for that. There were, There's no money to be made with that. The only money that could be made, and I'm trying to figure out how to do it because I know how my WWE brain would do it, but Tony Khan doesn't generally come out and show his face and contradict, you know, what what the officials say. And, you know, on Rampage, Mark Henry's like, well, there's enough talking. But I think it needs to be a four-way dance. Everybody needs to get their stuff in. Someone needs to get bloodied up. MJF comes out the other end. And then Guevara separates himself from the JAS. Darby sort of starts going off on this other tangent separates himself from sting and now jungle jack needs to figure out where he is in the world he'll be a multi-time tnt champion until he has his roots and so what'd you think of the um uh, ward low winning the tnt title
3: i was okay with it i like the way they did it i like the Arn anderson twist i didn't see that coming um i think it i think it goes to back to tony connor listening to the fans and going "Ooh, this qt th- me, things not working. I do think that title is just not as good as it could be. And maybe putting it on Wardlow and letting him just have a really good run for a while will be fine.
2: Um, do you think Bob's- they resurrect the four horsemen?
3: Yeah, you know, they hinted at that. I'm not sure. Uh, I just, I can't think of anybody else that would, the four would be, unless, yeah, I don't know. They could. They could. They got enough factions, though. I don't, I don't know that they'll do that. Because um, I have a feeling, and and we can get into this when we talk about some of the other stuff happened during the week. But, uh, no, I, I, it, it was okay. I mean, the match. I enjoyed the match. I thought the match was good, and I didn't want either one to lose. So it was kind of a weird match going into it. But during the match, I was okay with if they're going to reboot Hobbs and go, okay, let's get him away from QTV, maybe bring him out as a baby face or whatever they're going to do. I, 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 yeah, I was okay with it. You know, I, I thought it was, it was an okay win. It didn't, it didn't hurt my feelings. What do you think about the crowd? Uh. I think the crowd was pissed off at the pillar stuff to start the show, and then came alive during the the women's match with Britt Baker. So, because I, I felt like e- even the crowd, it was quiet. That the and I think some of that was the promos had no oomph to them. Um, uh, okay, they were just kind of I, I just man, kind of whole, all, Yeah, all three of them was some of the worst delivery I'd seen. Wow, it, like and that's why. I think something changed or something happened or they had to rewrite something. Cause it's not very Tony Connie to do one, a a promo train like that to, to have it just kind of so flat to three, have it set up an impromptu match at the end of the show. There was just, it was very WWE for me. And it, I was just like, Um, but I thought the crowd definitely came alive when Britt Baker came out and, and we did that match. And I thought from then on they were into everything. I mean, Warlow is a hometown hometown guy too so they were into that uh everything with the elite and blackpool combat club i did think uh um omega's promo was a little soft i thought it was odd because he's usually on i don't know the whole show just had this weird feeling about it so i don't know like i said i gave it about
2: three and a half beards i was just kind of disappointed in a lot of the show itself wow yeah i'm sorry that you know you weren't um you know you weren't feeling it because i i I was thinking deep down inside, you were just shine, like glowing, um, especially when Takeshka came out. Um, so I, I mean, was. Now, right, right
3: there was five beards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I judge, judged it as the, the show in general. And there was just a, a little, there was just little weird things. I don't know. It was just a very strange dynamite for me. And I don't want to say it was bad because I don't think it was bad, but it was not top tier for me. Yeah. What do you uh, – so going on to other stuff happening in the week because <laughs> this ended up becoming a Dynamite review, which we weren't going to do. But So we can
2: spend some time talking to some other
3: stuff. What do you think this
2: collision is going to be? So, yeah, I think this will be a very self-servient um, montage dedication to the punk that is CM. And I don't – hopefully they have their own title. And it's one of those things where CM Punk isn't carrying the title like what we expected, Tony, um, Tony to just put the title on uh, Cody, and it will be a step above Rampage, where it will be a greenish organization, and it won't be, it won't be like an ROH collision. Like it won't be AEW versus ROH every week, because when Tony bought ROH he said they're going to be separate they're going to be distinct they're going to be different and production wise and theme wise and product wise they are different than ring of honor so hopefully hopefully they they you know they stick by that and you know if you look at raw and i and i was like the whole time i don't want to compare um collision and dynamite to raw and smackdown but you're going to have and then i say but and you're going to have two separate shows with what I would think would be separate titles. And I don't want them to just carry the TNT title over. They need to come out with a, a brand new title and, you know, establish it as their as their title. It won't be, you know, freshly squeezed going over and going, I'm the champ of collision because then they're like, well, wait a minute. You were the number three title over here. So this is the number three show. No, 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 no. So that's that's probably the only I don't know, confusing thing. And I'm you know, I'm fine if we never see CM Punk again and that's probably my jam on it. But CM Punk means that we're gonna see F T R, which means, you know, like I don't know. So I don't I don't want I don't want factions to float over. So now you're only gonna see F T R on Saturday because they're you know, there's like, and and this is all, like you said, in the Twitterverse, CM Punk has been directed to stay away from the elite. What? And like I tweeted, and I've been trying to do a better job with putting Ellie Jair says, <laughs> um, you know, wait a minute, you guys work together. And then I think to myself, well, wait a minute. I work, I work with yeah, some I work with some people I stay away from. That I, I don't generally Wonder Twins activate with, but I don't. I don't have to make like this, like, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm almost confused about what they're going to do, but I, I, I think they'll work it out.
3: I hope Collision is just another AEW show. I don't want to see a brand split. And I still, in my fantasy dream world booking, want to see CM Punk come out on June 12th at the United Center in Chicago and walk up to Brian Danielson and give him a hug and say, hey, thanks for taking this on for me and him joining the BCC. Wow. And, and you've got Punk, Mox. Which will be rough anyway, because he said some shit about Moxley too. But you know, you you, you then set up Punk, Mox, you know, uh, Claudio and Yuta and Danielson versus the Elite plus whoever they Taketa I guess is the or hangman or whoever it's going to be. I just like be adults, man. Like we all fight with people and get over it because the amount of money Seriously. they can make is amazing. You mean to tell me some WWE guy that never watches AEW is going to hear about all in? at Wimbledon Stadium, not the arena, and 90,000 people going to see this show, and it's going to be CM Punk. I know that name. Or let's say he's working Chris Jericho, let's say, because that's one of the rumors too. 90,000 people, Chris Jericho, CM Punk. Hmm, I guarantee you're going to get some eyes on that product. Uh, And CM Punk versus Kenny Omega writes itself. Uh, I just, I hope they, and again, if I just, I'm really nervous about the brand split because, I mean, I guess it makes sense. My concern is, I agree, I think they need titles for each show. However, now you're talking, what, eight titles uh, between the two shows? And then are they going to take the WWE thing and hold a draft so you can mix up the rosters occasionally? Are they going to, uh, when they hire new new people, say, well, this person's only going to be on Collision? Are they... I just... I'm concerned about that because... I want to see FTR versus the Young Bucks again. But if you put FTR on collision with, with you know, so are you going to move the trio titles there? So we're never going to get to see CM Punk FTR versus the House of Black? Or are we never going to see the Elite versus the House of Black again? Where's Death Triangle? Good? Like there's all these questions. And I trust AEW. I trust Tony Khan. I trust the Elite. I trust CM Punk. Uh, they all have beautiful wrestling brains. So I'm <laughs> sure they're working it all out. Yeah. I just, it, it, it absolutely worries me in some, some extent of if they don't pull this off, right, it could ruin AEW. Dude.
2: Yeah. Because now, so now you have to hire a whole second production crew. You have to purchase all additional ring, uh, ring advertisement, you know, pillar to post everything, whatever. Um, and I think that's May 17th is like the inaugural show. So, you know, you want the production to be, you know, top shelf, TBS, TNT, you know, they're paying, you know, <clears throat> to the nines on that. So you're going to have Rampage. I'm sorry. So let's back this up. So you're going to have Dark Elevation. You're going to have Elevation. You're going to have Dynamite. You're going to have All Access. And you're going to have Collision. And Rampage. And you're going to have Rampage. So there's, you know, I would assume, spell assume, make an ass out of you and me. I would assume that Collision is going to be two hours. Dynamite is two hours. And then you have All Access, Elevation, Dark Elevation, and Rampage. So you're looking at, what, nine hours of professional wrestling um, and sports. Like the All Access, I would consider that some sports entertainment. And they've got the fat roster. They've got the Ring of Honor situation going on. They're working a deal with Paramount. Uh, They do the tapings for Ring of Honor before they do Dynamite. So are they going to do tapings before Dynamite and before Collision? So now, which is going to work better for the, the folks that they hire or bring on for Ring of Honor? But it's like, like you said, like, I I don't want to make this just about one single show. But this is a huge thing for professional wrestling. And you have hundreds of indie wrestlers that are out there making the grind. So this is good because this is another couple of hours of exposure. This offers the opportunity for Tony Khan to go, hey, I'm going to move some guys from Ring of Honor to AEW. I have some wrestlers that are on AEW that probably need to... Tune up a little bit. So I'm either going to put them on Dark Elevation, Elevation, or Ring of Honor. And, but yeah, I, I, and maybe I'm just caught up with the title thing because I don't want to discredit whoever the champ is going to be. So I don't want them to just go, oh, hey, by the way, the TNT title is now your equivalent of world title. Wardlow, you're now the champion of Collision. Well, we just watched Wardlow get his hair cut, thrown through everything in the Atlanta zip code. And now all of a sudden, I don't know. Well,
3: one of the things they could do that would probably fix a lot of it. And, and maybe, and maybe this is what they're going to do is why not make collision, collision a ring of honor show. So now you've got dynamite and rampage. So you get your two hour dynamite, your one hour rampage. Cool. Let's make collision, the two hour ring of honor show. And then the, the weekly show that's on now is your hour show. Because that would make sense. Because then you can move your Ring of Honor champion up, and you could do things and have give CM Punk Ring of Honor, give it to him, let him have it, let him run. I mean, that's kind of what you talked about, yeah. You know, six months ago or whatever. But so maybe, um, and then and then you then they are already separate brands because he's doing a pretty good job. Other than Claudio right now, who's got the Ring of Honor title, which I think. Well, before uh, Kingston got hurt, I
2: thought they were going to give it to Kingston. But No, yeah, I think that was the plan. And then yeah. uh, they were like...
3: Oh, but I it? just, I could see, like, maybe that's what they're going to do, right? Make Maybe AEW Collision is not going to be AEW Collision. It's going to be Ring of Honor Collision, and that'll be their two-hour show, which would makes it easier than trying to have three different brands. Now you, oh, yeah, me, now I you see still, what you're saying. You've that's got two. Good.
2: Dude, that is, hey, that is a, um, wow, that's a smart look at... um Yeah, that's a very uh, educated look at it because I didn't even think, I didn't even look at it like, oh, geez, that's like a third. It's a third brand. Yeah.
3: I mean, if you're having (laughs) AEW, let's say, Collision is a different thing. And then Ring of Honor, now he's got three brands. And the other thing is, Tony Khan ain't got enough time in in the day to book all this. Yeah. So unless he's going to do like legit, let CM Punk book Collision and, and give it to him and then let the Elite book and run AEW then yes, your shows are going to feel completely different. And I think it's a good thing. And maybe he just has final say, almost like the Vince McMahon, you know, all the, it, it kind of goes filters through him and he kind of gets a final say. Wow. But I just, I'm, I'm concerned. I hope, I think making it a Ring of Honor show would be the, the way to go.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
3: Yeah. You know, make it Ring of Honor's free
2: show on TV so you're not paying for the subscription service. Yeah. I'm just really leery of CM Punk and, you know, giving him the keys to the castle or the Cadillac or, you know, I'm getting ready to get an Audi. I would I would not give him my fob to uh, set my mirrors um, and like radio and like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If you get him some good uh, meds, he might be all right. <laughs> Maybe. I, you know, Chicago is... Uh, I think they're open. We got some yeah. decent stuff there. We had there some good, we had a good on, time out there. Uh, what street was that on? Green or? No, nah, I don't know. Yeah. The CBD. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Right downtown. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I'm super excited and, you know, proud of, of the, the growth and the effort of the boys and girls and men and women over there in, um, AEW world, the, the, uh, Blue Ivies and the Jade Cargills and the, you know, uh, you know, having the stones to be able to sign Jay White and Ty of who just are two absolute gets for that company. And, um, I love how they're pushing WWE. Uh, I was really hoping that NWA would be doing a little bit more than what they're doing and, you know, and I don't know how much Impact, you know, our brothers and sisters and fam that are listening. Impact is just really starting to hit on all cylinders. And I think it's just a byproduct of what they're seeing and how they realize like, oh, man, I got to keep up. I got to keep, you know, doing what they're doing, really pushing the envelope with their champions. Uh, Diana Perrazzo is your women's champion. Um, uh, Macklin Simplify is our uh, Impact world champion. That X division title just really is really top notch, a lot of fun to watch. But then you look at AEW and that trio's title and, uh, your international champion, Freshly Squeeze, really bringing it. And if, you know, um, if Collision is going to be a second brand of, of AEW and not, I would make Freshly Squeeze your inaugural. Uh, world champion for collision
3: so we said we're
2: gonna talk wrestling world we spent 37 minutes talking to aew yeah man so AEW's kept us busy you've got uh, a lot of stuff going on um you know they do a lot of great stuff when they get into those communities and they hang out they do a lot of really cool stuff and really improve they make the place better and when they got there, the you know, just right when you think everything is sort of quieting down with Thunder Rosa, she's on a, a weekly show where it almost feels like she stirs it back up. So she got kind it's of all the work. Yeah. So she got kind of cracked on a little bit this week. And I hope like what I said, I hope they make this her injury part of the work. So kudos to AEW and uh, what they got going on. They're they're keeping us you know, keeping us uh, hanging on um, almost every word. Then we roll into WWE and we had Monday Night Raw. We had NXT, a lot of stuff going on in social media and um, Friday Night Smackdown, which is, you know, kicking off here. And the show that they've got cooked up for Friday Night Smackdown, I think everybody's gonna really enjoy, yeah, so that's uh, that that one's coming out of Ohio, so that's gonna be a lot of fun.
3: What do you uh, what do you think about the rumors that they're gonna do uh, some mass firings here in AEW or in WWE?
2: So I'm sort of mixed about it and I think it's all based on who they let go. And it will be sort of telling who they let go, the motivation and direction that they're doing based on who they let go. So if they come walking in and they go, hey, everybody that Vince let go right before he got caught up giving $13 million away, you guys are let go again. Like Bray Wyatt and EOSky and Dakota, and, yeah. And then you look at like, okay, so you're gonna let EOSky go. Well, wait a minute. EO Sky is about to challenge uh, challenge for your women's world title. Okay, so we're going to do a loser leave town match. It's just, you know, kind of hokey. Now, if you have boys and girls that are sitting at home or and I and I don't want to go, yeah, you know, cut the legends. I don't I don't necessarily think, but if if you've just got, you know, legend 1 and Hall of Famer 2 on the payroll, and you call them up and you go, Hey, I need you to be in, you know, when's the, you know, the next, uh, the next, uh, WWE show is going to be in Rosemont, Illinois. Hey, I need you to be in Illinois on the 21st, 24th. We're going to do, uh, a Raw. Oh, I got this thing. All right, bet. We'll send you a severance package. Uh, God save the queen. Love you. Got to go by. So I, you know, I, but some of the on screen talent that, has been rumored to be on the cusp of being let go and you've got Mr. Nice Guy Bronson Reed who's just he's he's so freaking close so close and like if you were to put the um a tag team title on him or you were to put the United States or Intercontinental title give him a nice slow burn as that champion, he would make the title and the title would make him and he may never be the world champion, which is whatever Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning was never the world champion in WWE. Although he was the AWA world champion. Um, he's still a hall of famer. He still had some great matches. He still had some of the best promos. Yeah. I am curious to see one, if it's a rumor and they're not going to fire anybody or
3: like you said, too, uh, cause it's, it's not. So before the firings, it was it was Nick Khan apparently that was doing them like literally just looking at a spreadsheet and going uh, these people which is why it was some people that were in storylines or getting ready to be in storylines and I'm curious with Endeavor in charge if it's going to be more of a all right you guys need to cut ten percent or whatever the case is and they're just going to go down the salary sheet uh wait we pay him this much and this is how much time he's on on screen bye uh we pay this person this? all right bye or you know I'm curious or if it doesn't happen at all so we'll see how that all shakes out uh. WWE is, tr- was, is trying to build itself back up as the babyface company uh, because kind of AEW is doing that. And I think if they have all these mass hire- firings again, it's going to be hard to to justify that we're – I mean, they, they ruined it with not letting Cody win at WrestleMania anyway. But Duh. if they uh- – <laughs>
2: Here we go. Woosah. Woosah. I don't oh, care, man. I still think it was the wrong choice. Rubbing my pressure points. I'm rubbing That's- my pressure points. Man, I just – How about when uh- – Um, God, serious. Like, negative one was right there. He used the belt that he gave to negative one. I hope negative one at least got to take that belt home, but I, like, it's whatever. Now, can you capture lightning in a bottle twice? Well, from what I've read, uh, I think it was Bill Nye, the science guy. I don't want to quote anyone. Lightning. Lightning. Does not strike twice in the same location. Oh well, we did we did WrestleMania in SoFi, and we're going to do SummerSlam in Detroit, so it's different. Dog
3: ain't winning it at SummerSlam. Dog. Well, I'm I'm willing to bet he's still feuding with Brock Lesnar by SummerSlam.
2: No, yeah, I think this will be uh, we'll close it out in Puerto Rico. And I think then, Brock uh, beats him in
3: Puerto Rico, and then
2: they have hell, a rematch at no. SummerSlam. No, he'll beat Brock Lesnar. We'll move. You're going to cry if Brock Lesnar beats beats him, aren't you? No, it'll make sense, too, because he's the Beast Incarnate. He's the, you know, he can't challenge for the title, so he's even more upset. So he's going to hit him with 37 um, suplexes instead of 36. and Or he'll hit him with, like, a specific number. Well, I've been a champion for 10 times. I've been a 10-time champion. So, he'll suplex him 10 times, whatever.
3: Hey, fans, watch what? this. So, what if Brock Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble and t- is the one to beat Roman Reigns?
2: Next subject. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're right. You're right. What bing, if he wins ding, Money bing. in the Bank? <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: <laughs> you should. If you if you man. see the video, he just short-circuited a little. Hey, that would tell you right there oh whether it's Vince McMahon or, uh, or, uh,
2: oh, <laughs> or Triple H Boogin. Yeah. I think. So, here's what I think. <laughs> We're gonna go into Puerto Rico and Backlash and it is gonna be a banger. And Cody will come out the victor. Then you'll go into the King of the Ring, or the uh Knight of Champions. Isn't it the Saudi
3: show coming up next?
2: Yeah, so Knight of be, Champions or whatever it is. Yeah, so it's being referred to as Knight of Champions. Yeah. And then you have King uh, then you have um money in or uh, ladder you have the um Yeah, money in the bank. Money in the bank. Thank you. I don't think Cody will be in the Saudi show I'm trying to think of how to make sense with that Night of Champions. Maybe he will. He could be competing for the US title or I don't know. He could be on something. But I don't necessarily think so. Then you have the money in the bank in London. He'll be on that show which he will go one-on-one on one with Solo. He will take Solo down the dirt road or whatever. Uh, um, what does he call it? Roads. What's his finish? Crossroads? Road? Crossroads. The crossroads. I just said dirty road. <laughs> I was like, what do you so get at? The dirty road. What? Don't make it weird. Yeah. Or do. So like Cody will uh, come out on the other end. He'll uh, he'll defeat Solo. And we'll come into D-town, and uh, Cody will get his comeuppance, even though there is no historical relevance or association. And the only way that this would warm, as they say on uh, what culture, my tum tum, is because he didn't win it at WrestleMania. The only way that it absolutely makes sense is for Cody to win it. In uh, Madison Square Garden. So cool. I want him to win it. I want him to win it at SummerSlam. My heart is 97 and three quarters percent sure that he's going to win it, but I could see some kind of chicanery and uh, we don't get that. But
3: So I'll pose this to you When has Brock Lesnar ever been in a feud that is a one and done match? I'll wait. Hmm. Yeah. So I do not see this Brock-, Brock Lesnar thing going away quick. I think it's, and this is what irks me. If they'd have given him the title, they could have run this damn thing through SummerSlam because now it's a title run thing for Brock. I think uh, I do. I, I'm standing behind. E- so either either Brock beats Cody in a squash, like he did John Cena, or you get Cody going over and Brock loses his mind and injures Cody, quotation mark, maybe breaks his leg to mimic his dad's stuff. Oh you know? my
2: God, that would be so, oh my yeah. God. I just peed a little bit.
3: So, but
2: then you're going to have Brock has him. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. This is so smart. So Brock has him. He's thumping and stumping. It is or is not a cage match. It isn't. It is or is not a no DQ. It isn't match ends. Cody wins, but the bloodline comes out, breaks his leg. No one can get to him to help. Now he's on the shelf for however long. And all the like. Do you did you see? Have you watched some of the documentaries about Dusty? How he actually would go around the house with that cast on his leg. Yeah, and it was cut so he could slip it on. So his friends and family weren't even sure. They were like, "Damn, he's got that cast on. Oh, I hope he's okay." Whatever. He'd wear it to bed, like he was living the character. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's 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 the way you go,
3: and then. And then you get, and then you get Cody off TV for a while. Although a broken leg takes a long time to heal, so but maybe an injured leg or. But
2: at the medical facility,
3: yeah, they do magic stuff.
2: <laughs> Cryogenics or some shit.
3: <laughs>
2: Yay! Okay.
3: I mean, I mean, maybe I can oh, see the Brock Lesnar being in three or four matches. Okay. I don't think Roman loses until next WrestleMania. I don't. I, I think he rides it out. I think your SummerSlam main event is going to end up being maybe match three of the Cody Brock, and it'll be some gimmicked up match. I mean, maybe it'll be solo in Cody. Oh, but I man, just-
2: where, where Cody has to out-wrestle Brock, because we're going to play on Brock, uh, Cody's collegiate uh, scholastic wrestling skills, yeah. But we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Uh I, yeah, I'm curious me don't play that. We got to get uh, we got the we got to get we got the tag team titles off of the Usos, which I think there is like a decent chance they win them back in Puerto Rico. actually in, uh, in Texas? They they have a match in Texas this this week. There's a decent chance that they win them back because the chase is much better than the defense. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what comes with that. So yeah, I mean, how about this? Talk to me about what you thought about Trish's promo.
3: Oh, yeah. I think we covered it on Monday, but I thought it was a decent promo. I uh, I think her turning heel was good. Um, curious to see the work with her and Becky in the ring, to see how much that ring rush she's got. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's a backlash too, right? Yep.
2: No, so backlash it's is- a SummerSlam. Oh, they pushed it to SummerSlam. Yeah, Slam. they don't okay. touch till SummerSlam. So uh, Trish is dealing with a torn hammy.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was decent. I thought uh, I thought her assets uh, were out in front, and uh, she was able she- to play to those assets. Yeah, she looked
2: really smart. She had some- and it and it was uh, yeah, it was a good promo. I enjoyed it. Yeah, when she backed up and she was like, "This is not a sidekick. Yeah, I was like,
1: "Oh my god,
2: that." That was awesome. Like, I don't like, yeah, I mean, you could be w- like whatever demographic you could like a man, woman, both. If that's how you roll. That didn't even matter. The wrestling brain in me when she stepped back and she was like, hey, this is not a sidekick. I was like that. Yeah, you. I love you. You are a fan. You're fantastic on the mic. And I freaking can't stand it. And uh and I like I like the character work that, um, Becky is doing and it almost seems real. And you're trying to like figure out what part of her is upset. Yeah. We'll see what comes of it. Cause I'm, I'm really excited to really see what they can do with the buildup, like, you know, pay-per-view by pay-per-view because now we're getting ready to roll into money in the bank. And I thought it was kind of ironic that they're sitting there uh, popping off about, we sold this many tickets in this amount of time, just as um, AEW was about to sell out Wembley and the O2 Arena, they sold, I don't know, 37,000 tickets. I was like, just, I don't know, that was kind of weak, but. Who's your pick to win money in the bank? So, Money in the Bank on the men's side is going to be L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And and then uh, on the women's side, I think it's going to be Chelsea Green. Mm, Okay. Uh, Wishful Thinking will bring out Matt Cardona. but I was thinking of returning Alexa Bliss. Oh, man. That'd be awesome, too. (laughs) That'd be really good, too. But considering she's so closely linked to what's happening with Bray Wyatt, I have a feeling they're dropping that all together. I may be wrong, but I, I hope they do. I hope they bring Bray back and just completely eliminate the fiend, the the playhouse, and he just gets back to being sorry, freaking Bray, freaking stinking Wyatt, and um, yeah, I think that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. So cool. Well, we'll have to do a we'll have
3: to do a podcast based on uh yeah we'll have to do a, a money in the bank. Money in the Bank podcast coming oh, up. Oh heck yeah. But uh Yeah, we'll swing you know, by maybe, and grab
2: some burbs.
3: Yeah, maybe one of our live shows, breaking news. Breaking news. I believe our first live show is the same date as Backlash. So, you didn't know. So, uh yeah, so we'll have that coming down the pipeline, um part of the Fantasy Sports Corporation. Uh shout out to those guys and uh letting us join them and giving us some time on their network to Talk about some wrestling. Some wrestling. So excited excited to do that. Heck yeah. And uh, at this point in the show, going to go through my standard stuff. Uh, please make sure you are subscribing, leaving comments, and enjoying our podcast, wherever you get podcasts from. We drop almost daily content. Sometimes life does get in the way, but we try to drop a daily show, uh, whether it is a review of your WWE or AEW shows. Or it's just us talking about what's going on in wrestling. Follow us on uh, all your socials at No Shave Man Cave, wherever uh, wherever you want to. It's whether it's uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, all that good stuff. We're we're pretty uh pretty active on the Twitter Twitter first there. So you can follow us there. Uh, we have not paid for the blue check mark, but uh, we're there. You'll know us. And uh, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. And uh, again. Everywhere you get your podcast from, give us those five-star reviews and uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you think so we can get better or get worse based on your feedback. (laughs) And with that, I am going to hot tag out for Ellie Chair and the
2: Finisher. You set me up just right, my friend, my sir, my tag team partner. So as we say every time we uh, log out, thank you very much to our brothers and sisters in arms. For your service, for your dedication, your families. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have the freedoms that we do. Some gave all, all gave some. And, uh, thank you so much to our champions of professional wrestling. Uh, thank you so much, uh, for grinding to our, uh, current impact world champion, Simplified Devil Dog. Congratulations on your victory. Uh, Steve Macklin, good stuff. Check him out on social media. He's, um, he's a pretty good follow. Uh, Ty- Tyus over at NWA, he's pretty funny as well. Um, and we've got some exceptional, exceptional uh, champions out there in all of our organizations. So as we uh, do every time, if you are in crisis, please do not suffer in silence. Look for help. Get the help that you uh, so very much deserve. Dial 988 if you're in crisis. If you're a veteran, please uh, hop on the VA.org. If you have the My Healthy Vet app, just tap that red banner on the bottom and you will be connected with what you need. So, until next time, my friends, my fam, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor.
1: You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave.